Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, everybody, we welcome you back. We are at Commander's Headquarters. We are continuing to hear from Commander's new defensive coordinator, Joe Witt Jr., after Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, we're going to finish up the press conference, and then we'll get to your reaction because, boy, is Joe Witt Jr. pretty darn good on the mic. Let's go back to the podium right here at the Annex Building at uh, Commander's Park. Coach David Harrison, Sports Illustrated. Welcome yeah. to D.C. Uh, yeah. um, want to ask you about, just you, you mentioned you know you're ready for this for this position. Mm-hmm. Going back to your career, is there like a, an assignment or a, a year that you can look back and say like this is when I knew I was ready to be a DC? Just waiting on that opportunity. Oh, that's a very good question. Uh, I probably felt that I was ready in 15, uh, 2015. Um, that that year, um, I you know I, I from a package standpoint, I, I I had a great idea of what I wanted to do and and how to um, once again get at the quarterback and understand how to um, manipulate the fronts and, and, and the pressure. So it was probably 2015 when I felt that I was ready and just haven't had the opportunity since then. And it, it's very obvious, like, your, your brain works works very quickly when you're thinking about NFL defenses. When you have a player that kind of struggles with maybe adapting to a check or a call or something, you're, you're trying to teach them. What's, what's something that you're going to do to try to, to, to bring that, that gap together? Well, if they're struggling, um, that's our fault. Okay, um, so um, as coaches, we we take this, the the brunt of the um, the learning to make sure that once they go out there, they're playing fast. So um, I'm dyslexic. Okay, so I I always talk about um, coaching the creative learner, and and if a guy struggles to learn at times, that is our job to make sure that we teach them in many different facets and many different ways, so that that guy can get it. All right, that's our job. That's what they pay us. What they pay us. They don't pay us all this money just to, to go in there and, and put it up on the board. And if certain guys can't get it, no, it's your job to make sure they can get it. And if a coach um, sits there and says he can't learn, he probably can't coach. Okay, so um, we'll we'll get these guys to understand what we want them to do and do it in a a, a, a very good manner. Hey, Coach Donna Hopkins, Pro Football Plus. Mm-hmm. As you embark upon this new opportunity, and as people get to know a little bit about you. What is it that you want people to know about you right off the bat about who you are as a person and also as a coach? As a person, as a coach, um, that first, my family's everything to me. Um, I have three kids, um, Joseph, um, Ava, and Zoe, my wife, Erica. She runs every, she runs the household. Um, I, I really don't have any hobbies. My kids are my hobbies. You know, you talked about my dad being a football coach, and he was, a, he was away in, 
and and so I wanted to make sure that uh, my kids were my hobby. So it's my family, it's my football, and it's really just uh, my faith in God. And other than that, <laughs> I'm a simple guy. I'm a country boy from Alabama. That's all I am. And in coming here with Coach Quinn, does that does that help you all jumpstart this defense, hit the road running a little quicker? It does. It does. Um, so we have a base structure of what we want to do, but very similar to what we did when we went to Dallas, okay? Everybody just knew when we went to Dallas that we were going to run ATL threes or the Seattle three package. And it was probably fourth or fifth game when they realized, oh, they're not doing that, okay? And so what we're going to do, and that's another reason why we brought coaches from different schemes and, and we were very strategic from where we brought these coaches from because we're going to build the commander defense. It's not going to be exactly what we did in Dallas, okay? And if you think it is and you go watch all the Dallas film, all right, good for you. You're going to be mistaken, all right? We're going to build this thing. Um, we have the structure that we want, but we're going to take the ideas from all the coaches that we have on the defensive staff. We're going to do it just like we did in Dallas. We listened to every coach on the staff in Dallas, and we built it together, and that's what we're about to do. We're about to build this thing from the ground up with the understanding that we do have a base structure of what we want to do. Welcome to town, Coach uh, Desmond Purnell, yes, WUSA sir. 9. Uh, you and Coach Quinn, you were together in Atlanta together in Dallas, now you're here in Washington. What's allowed the relationship to be successful between you and Coach Quinn? Um, first thing, it's going to sound sort of corny, but he's he's just the best human being that I've probably been around in, in football. Okay, he's, Take the football coach out of it. He's a really good person. When I get to Atlanta um, and I have to move my family down, he writes handwritten notes to my kids. I never had a head coach do that. All right. My son was struggling in football um, with a with a, a certain bl um, block uh, blitzing scheme, and he takes time out of his day to put a video of Michael Parsons rushing on a tackle from practice to help my son um, rush on the tackle in in, in in his practice. That's what type of dude this is. All right. So I'm all in with him, a hundred percent. And then as a coach, he allows you to be creative. He, he wants the, you to think outside of the box. He wants you to go uh, – going into last year, I mean, this offseason, the last two years in a row prior to that, 21 and 22, we were the number one team in the league for two years in a row in turnovers. You know what the first thing he told me to do? Joe, how can we get more turnovers? I want you to research how do you get more turnovers because the ball is life. All right, so he's always trying to make you level up and, and give you the ability to think outside of the box and do it. He doesn't want to just say, hey, that's the way we've already done it. And I'm a believer, too. If, if, I, if I ask you a question and you say, hey, that's the way I've always done it, it can be changed, all right, because that's not a very good answer. All right, so we're going to always try to find a way to get better and level up and think outside of the box because that's what these offenses are doing. All right, the, what the, these motions and these shifts and these formations that these guys are, are, are doing that's coming from the college game, if you don't think it's outside of the box, you will, you will fall short. And so we will be um, innovative in that way. And secondly, Coach, uh, I've been around Tank Lawrence, Michael Parson, Diggs. These are some, <laughs> some talkative guys. Uh, when you, You're going to see these guys twice a season, talking mm -hmm. about the Dallas Cowboys. What do you anticipate um, that matchup being facing off against a team you just spent the past three years with? Man, I have so much respect for the men that in those locker rooms that we just left. Um, they're really good. And I, I hate that we didn't finish that journey the way that we, we should have, especially the way that we lost to Green Bay. Uh, that was um, an embarrassing loss for all of us. But um, 
I mean, football's football. You you run against like when the, the year we won the Super Bowl when I was in Green Bay, my um, my best friend Ryan Clark, he was on that other side of that ball. William Gay, who I coached, was on the other side of that ball. Um, James Daniels was coaching there, my dad's best friend. So you always going to go against people that you have really close ties to, but that's the business that we're in. So it's to me, it's going to be another game because um, it's just another game for real. I don't I don't get caught up in all that. Hey, Joe, I'm Alex Flum with uh, DC News Now. Welcome to the DMV. Uh, you, you were talking about how great of a person Coach Quinn is. How mm-hmm. much does it mean to you that, you know, you were there with him in Atlanta, there with him in Dallas, and now he's bringing you with him here, you know, to this uh, high opportunity that you have now? It means a lot. I mean, it mean he, he's given me um, the opportunity that I've been waiting for for years, you know. And so uh, I've been very close. I've interviewed for a few of them. Um, it's just I, I owe a lot to him, and the thing that that and we owe a lot to this city and this fan base to make sure that we put a product on the field that they can be proud of. But most importantly, we're here for one thing, and that's to win. Okay, we're here to win, and we're here to play a a, a style of football that when you see us play, you understand that we're trying to, um, you know, let the other team know that 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 they shouldn't be on the field with us. I know earlier in your career you worked closely with Charles Woodson when he had a really good season recently, like Trayvon Diggs, Deron Bland in Dallas. Uh, When you look at the secondary here, I know Emmanuel Forbes, when he was in college, was a ball hawker, didn't quite have that exact success last year. Uh, What do you see about Forbes, maybe what you've seen so far, and maybe the potential he has, what he can do? You know, I really like Forbes when he came out. And um, and not only Forbes, I like Quan. You know, they have a number of guys on that back end that really, really are intriguing. And the thing that we have to do, um, that's why we brought Jason Simmons in and, and Tommy Donatell, uh, to get those guys in and to believe in the, the, the techniques that we're going to teach them and, and the um, scheme that we're going to put them in. But we have um, quality young players here. Uh, we're just ready to get to work with them. Yeah. Coach uh, Chad Ricardo with Fox 5. Obviously, we can feel your passion. We can feel your energy as well. I wonder what process you go about in terms of taking your way of being and getting that over to the leaders on your defense. Consistency. That's what it is. They're going to see the same person every day. You can't pick and choose when you want to demand or get things from guys. Every time I walk into that building, they're going to see the same thing. They're going to get the same effort. Um, i tell you one thing, and this is a little bit trying to answer your question. Um, as coaches, you know, when you start to lose sometimes, coaches start to stay later, you know. And and my thought process is because I don't care if we went. We, I've been on 20 win, wins in a row, and I've lost six in a row, okay. Um, I go home the same time because I'm giving you everything I have. Everything I have every time. So when coaches started to stay later after we've lost two or three games, man, you 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 were you were cheating us because if you thought that was going to give us a better chance of winning, you would you would you would have done it um, before we lost. So um, to answer your question is, I'm going to give everything I have to those guys every time they see me. All right, and then I can sleep. I can sleep well at night uh, after that. You spoke about. All right, that's Joe Witt Jr., the new defensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders. And let's just say this before we go to a break, and then we'll get your reaction on the other side of 301-230-0980. If you can win a press conference, if there's any such thing, and if any of that matters, and it really doesn't, Joe Witt Jr. just hit a grand slam. The former Cowboy assistant, the new defensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders. Wow. 
just hit it out of the park. We'll come back and rewind on some of it uh, in uh, not an audio version, but in terms of uh, my impressions, and we'll get yours at 301-230-0980. Don't forget, Cliff Kingsbury also spoke a little while ago. You heard it all here live on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, everybody, welcome back to Commander's Headquarters here in Ashburn. So you just heard live from offensive coordinator Cliff Kingsbury and new defensive coordinator Joe Witt Jr. And while I would say this, overall first impression, Kingsbury was good. Kingsbury was fine. Kingsbury said some had some funny moments, some funny lines. When asked what type of quarterback, he said the Kansas City quarterback. Obviously a reference to Patrick Mahomes, who he coached at Texas Tech. Um, you know, he didn't really want to talk about how we got here in terms of the contract situation, you know, with the reports about Magic Johnson and how we left Vegas and so on and so forth. But and, and, and he stopped short of obviously giving a full breakdown of Caleb Williams. But, you know, he said he's great dude, great to work with, all that stuff. Cliff Kingsbury was very impressive or I, I would just say was impressive. Joe Witt Jr., as I just put up on Twitter, at WrestleMania 621. If you can hit a grand slam in a press conference, if there is such a thing, Joe Witt Jr. just did. I mean, how could you not walk away going, dude, I'll run through a wall for that guy. I'll give every fume of gas that I've got for that guy. No offense to Jack Del Rio, but... 
I always said this, and I didn't know Jack well because Jack wasn't a very um, reach-out-and-touch-you type person, for lack of a better term. I mean, he would have a couple of wisecracks. He would say a couple of strong-minded things. You know, we all remember the whole controversy, what have you. But Jack wasn't a real reach-out-and-touch-you type of person. You can see how Joe Witt Jr., the new defensive coordinator of the Commanders, is going to be able to kick some ass and to be able to get every last drop possible out of guys. One of the things that struck me, you know, I've always talked about this. A lot of football players nowadays don't have the football IQ, the football want, the football desire to want it, to truly want it, because our society is different. Kids, young men, black, white, whatever, good, bad, are brought up differently than they were when Joe Witt Jr. was a kid, when I was a kid, when many of you were a kid. It is a different society. You have to figure out a way to tap in. You know, um, on this show, I have to treat Doc Walker, when he's my co-host, differently than I can treat Linnell. I have to treat you guys differently than all the callers, right? Or, or I have to treat Paulie a little bit differently than Dr. Sabah. You get my point. I have to relate. I have to be able to find a way to tap in to each one of the personalities and characters, quite honestly, on this show. That's my job as the host. Uh, my job is to make sure that, you know, I communicate to Matt, hey, here's what I'm thinking, here's it. And Matt shoots back and says, no, nah, you know, like, here's what we should do, you know, just, you know, whatever. And we're constantly communicating, constantly, so much so that I wake him up at 4.30 in the morning with texts. That's kind of a joke. Not but. really a joke. <laughs> but the point that Joe Witt Jr. said that really struck a chord with me was – or one of the things, he said, look, if we're not able to teach these players, that's on us. That's our fault. That's our job. That's why they pay us the money. That's our job. And he said he doesn't want coaches that come to him and say, I, I, I told him what to do. He just won't do it. He doesn't understand. He won't learn. Joe Witt Jr. is basically, I mean, not that he's going to turn around and fire a coach that says that, but he's not going to accept that as the end-all, be-all. Now, I am much more hardline than apparently Joe Witt Jr. is because, you know, I sometimes I just run, throw my arms up in the air and go, man, there's nothing I can do. I can't change everybody. I can't change everything about everyone. But apparently that's not Joe Witt's style. And I found that to be really, really, really interesting. And the other thing that I found is, and this will be the number one thing that I'll probably take away from this press conference, and I loved it. He said, when they went to Dallas from Atlanta, and, of course, Dan Quinn had gone from Seattle to Atlanta, and Joe Witt just joined him, I think, at the beginning of the 2020 season. When they went from Atlanta to Dallas, everybody expected them to basically run, 
you know, uh, you heard the term ATL three or Seattle and, and, you know, the Legion of Boom and the cover three and all that stuff. Right. And he said, all of a sudden, because everybody expected them to run that. Four or five games in, people are going, whoa, whoa, wait a second. They aren't running it. They're doing something different. So he said, don't expect what you saw in Dallas to be what you see here in Washington. He said, and and this was a generic term, we're going to build a commander's defense. But what he means by that is there's going to be variations. There's going to be parts of what they ran in C- uh, of what Dan Quinn ran in Seattle, what Quinn mostly and then Joe Witt at the end ran in Atlanta and then what they ran and what they did in Dallas. And so for those that have it figured out or think they have it figured out, he said, well, wait a second. We've already proven to you that that's not how we do things. We're just, we just don't do what you, one way. Now they will run, I'm sure, a mixture and they will have an identity. I don't know if it will be man. I don't know if it'll be like the Seattle cover three. I don't know if it'll be like a Ron Rivera zone defense. My guess, based on Quinn, based on what I heard from Joe Witt, is it will be whatever they run, primarily, will be very aggressive. And they are willing to give up some plays, which happen in Dallas all the time. You could throw... At Diggs, you could throw at Teron Bland. They will give up plays, but they will make plays. And they'll make more plays than giving up plays. Now, in a one-game situation, i.e. a playoff game, you heard him address this. They were all embarrassed by it. Yeah, sometimes it's going to not go your way. Sometimes it's going to be pretty ugly. Again, you don't just judge anybody, coach, player, whatever, by one game. You just don't do that. You just don't do that. And anybody that does that is a fool. And I, I, I just will stand by that. I'm sorry. But to me, again, if you could, I, like I, I walk away, I, you already knew, how big of a fan I was of the Dan Quinn hire. Don't listen to anybody that says it wasn't exciting. It wasn't interesting. It w- Pay no attention to that. Pay no attention to that. That is bullcrap. Bullcrap. I was already excited. I already thought I knew how aggressive this defense was going to be, how aggressive this coaching staff was going to be. I haven't hid from it. Any of it. I love Dan Quinn. think it was a grand slam hire as well. But now I'm even more excited. And Cliff Kingsbury said, Psh, if you guys think that we're just going to run the air raid, you know, four wide receivers, five wide receivers all the time, don't run the ball, don't run the ball in, you know, gap schemes and, you know, physical downhill and all that stuff. If you guys think we're just going to line up and shotgun and throw the ball 90% of the time, you're not paying attention. And he said, by the way, don't classify me as air raid. That's Mike Leach, the late Mike Leach. 
he's obviously taken a form of that and he's morphed it and fit what you have to do in the NFL. That's called coaching. That's called being smart. That's called adapting. That's called adjusting. And if you watch the Arizona Cardinals, you see it. You saw it with James Conner, especially inside the five-yard line. They were physical as you know what. And one year he had like 17 or 18 touchdowns. Who does that remind you of? It reminds you of what the Lions did with the running back that wound up in New Orleans. Jamal Williams, I think uh, it was, who had like 17 or 18 touchdowns, not this past year, a year ago. Don't just look at statistics. Don't just look at one measurement. Understand that sometimes you can use those as a guide, as a guess, as a basis. But that is not, that is not how either of these coaches are going to operate. And if you think that, then you're wrong. And I believe that. And I've always believed that. And I believe it more now than ever. All right, let's take the time out. Bottom of the hour, your call's coming up, 301-230-0980. If you want to hop in, 301-230-0980. Let's get your reactions. Uh, we'll save everything else for tomorrow. Uh, and obviously, we'll have more on this uh, as well uh, on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, so again, you've uh, heard from the new offensive coordinator, Cliff Kingsbury, and as well the new defensive coordinator, Joe Witt Jr. No Larry Izzo. Coaches will meet with the rest of the media, meaning assistant coaches and Izzo, next Wednesday uh, afternoon. So we'll hear more from the rest of the staff then. Uh, but if you missed any of it, hit the Odyssey Rewind uh, feature. Matt will obviously have a podcast for you at the team980.com in the podcast section uh, shortly and right after the show. You trust me, you want to listen uh, to these guys. Meanwhile, out of the tragedy that happened in Kansas City that left one dead and many injured uh, is a little bit of a bright story. Chiefs uh, guard Trey Smith, who's been a key cog for them in back-to-back Super Bowl titles. You know those WWE championship title belts uh, that are available in the Chiefs logo and colors and whatnot? Well, he had one of them, Trey Smith did, and he saw a young kid struggling and very upset, as you would imagine, and scared. And he gave him his championship belt. He told Good Morning America this morning, what can I do to help him out? I just handed him the belt and said, hey, buddy, you're the champion. No one's going to hurt you, man. We've got your back. Trey Smith, pretty emotional. That's awesome. Make sure you check out that story uh, because Trey Smith did what heroes do. And that's what's trending. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, everybody, we are back at Commander's Headquarters. You've heard from Joe Witt Jr. That's called hitting the post, boys and girls. Little radio trade secret. Maddie might know what I'm talking about. Maddie, do you know that term or no? Oh, of course I know it. Okay. Well, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't I sure if that was an old man radio term or a young man radio so, term. To everybody listening... I did give you a little bit of a head start because this song's post is about 30 seconds actually into it. So we cut mm. out the initial initial start to the song so that you could hit it. So you're welcome. Well, but it's also hit just timing it with what I'm, you know, if you're talking over the music, right? It, the whole key is to n- is to not talk over lyrics. Like if you're a DJ, right? If you're like, oh, wacky, oh, weather, WLZ, ninety-five degrees, and then you're talking over the music, over the lyrics, right? You don't want to do that. Or in my case, because we don't really play lyrical-based music for the most part, we play instrumental. In that case, I just want before it hit the crescendo, I just wanted to state, boom, say what I was saying whatever I was saying and let the music then be the star of the show. And I think I hit it perfectly right on the nose, as they say, just like Joe Witt Jr. did. And Cliff Kingsbury, listen, you're going to hear a lot. I I can just I I know how this is going to work. Joe Witt Jr. walked away a superstar after this press conference, and people are going to be like, Cliff Kingsbury, he wasn't very impressive. Shut up. Shut up. First of all, winning a press conference, even though that's what I'm talking about here, winning a press conference does not equal wins and losses. It ultimately means nothing. But it is your first impression, right? So when you hear somebody command a microphone like Joe Witt Jr., it gives you a little bit of an insight into if you're Jonathan Allen, if you're Emmanuel Forbes, if you're Quan Martin, whoever you are, that that's what you're going to get on a Monday, on a Wednesday, on a Friday, on game day. And one thing that he said, and then we'll go out to the calls, he said, look, and I forget the exact quote, if you're yelling a lot on game day at players, essentially you didn't do your job during the week. And what he's trying to basically say is players shouldn't be in a position where you're yelling and screaming at them. They should know what their assignment is. Game days are for teaching and for, uh, you know, I guess uh, little improvements and little subtleties. Teaching might be strong. The, 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 the bulk of the work should be done during the week, not on game day. On game I, day, yeah. Can go I ahead, just Matt. say one more thing mm-hmm. about Joe Witt? If you aren't already willing to run through three or four brick walls for Dan Quinn, after the glowing review talking about what he does for his team, what he does for the teammates' families, what it means to work with him, that he doesn't accept you just standing in place, that you have to constantly be progressing and moving forward. I mean, yeah, he's turned at least me into a wrecking ball for him. 
I mean, he talked about, hey, you know, after the first two years in Dallas, they laid, led the NFL in turnovers. Dan Quinn wants to know, how do you get more? How do we do better? How do we improve on that, right? And over a three-year span, they led the NFL in total cumulative takeaways. Uh, and, you know, like the philosophy is ball is, li- you know, ball, I was going to say that ball doesn't lie. Ball is life. Like value the ball, right? And he was talking about, most interceptions happen not on good throws, of course, on bad throws. So if you can anticipate, if you can read, if you can be in the right spot for and how they teach you and, and, and you know, the, the path of the ball, whatever, you're going to be in a good spot to get a turnover. Like if you are playing the outside hip when the throw should be coming on the inside hip or, you know, the route suggests based on leverage or whatever and how they line up, if you're in the right spot, a lot of times you're going to walk yourself basically into interceptions because they're going to be there because they're mistakes and they're bad throws or maybe they're a bad read. But if you're doing your job and if you're where you're supposed to be and how they teach it and how they want it and how they call it and how they draw it up, then you're going to walk away like Diggs did, Travion Diggs, uh, in Dallas before he ripped up his knee. And uh, Deron Bland this year. That's what, essentially what you're going to be. And he was talking about, like, to your point, Matt, he's talking about how, like, when, when his young son or middle son, I can't remember which son, was struggling in football with, like, a pass rushing technique. Dan Quinn took time to, like, you know, draw. Like a Parsons yeah, run the play. So that's like, exactly. this is how you do it professionally. <laughs> exactly. I mean, absolutely what you would not conceive would happen i agree very impressive again if winning a press conference matters in any sort of way then joe win jr is going to be a stud i just think he's going to be a really good coach uh and i think there's going to be a really good defense maybe not early on this year but you will see by the second half of this year this ain't going to be no shredded mozzarella defense like it was down the stretch whether it was jack del rio or whether it was ron rivera or whether it was, you know, uh, uh, you know, a genie in a bottle coaching, uh, that ain't going to happen around here. Now, one game sample size, sure, it can happen. Obviously, it happened to Dallas with Green Bay. But you will see, maybe not the first half of the season, maybe not the first five or six games of the season, but you will see the impact. And of course, they'll have better players. They have money to spend. They have draft picks to invest. They have a real GM (laughs) and a real assistant GM. Let's get a couple of calls in here before we run out of time. Let's start line one. Little uh, is all fired up, I see. What's up, Little? How are you, pal? Oh, oh, man, thanks for taking my call, Bruce. I thought I might not get in. Shout out to your man, Matty Ice. Hey, man, look, I was telling man, man, I'm I'm 62 years old getting goosebumps, man. I'm telling you, man, you know what, I'm, I'm Rooster's culture, man. Culture building down from the owners all the way down to the coaching staff. And what I see, some of these coaches are very hungry. Man, the intense is coming back to the stadium, man. I'm hoping they dig that fill up, man, and get everything up. Everything up to understand is to bring a new fill in there. Keep the grass, dig it up, and let's move forward, man. I'm telling you that. Culture, man. I feel it, Rooster. Hey, look, man, I don't give a no about all that rebuilding. And I want DMV to pump their brakes a little bit. All this, man, look, oh, I got my money on Harrison being the number one pick. So we're going to have three quarterbacks to choose from, man, maybe four. 
That's how I got it. Chicago ain't saying nothing about getting rid of that quarterback. That's all the prognosticators are talking about. Wait, I wait, 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 who, Harris, you like Marvin Harrison Jr.? Marvin Harrison, Chicago, go, man, don't you think Chicago, so you, so you think Chica- oh, you think Chicago will take Marvin Harrison Jr. number one? Hmm. That's right, I'm pretty sure they started surveying the tape, man, when they put that quarterback they have now, hmm. when he was matched up with Harrison, Ohio State. Here's the here's the problem yeah. with that little. I, I mean, I can sort of understand it, but the problem is, is you've got to make a huge financial commitment to Justin Fields, not for this year, for next year, for next year, and guaranteed funds. No, no, hold up. I'm saying Chicago going to keep Justin Fields. Right, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they're going to keep him based on the fact that they've got to make a huge financial commitment this spring for next year, not even for this year. And that's why I think they're going to go absolutely quarterback. The free agent frenzy is just around the corner. I'm on the book. Well, Marvin Harrison right. to be the number one pick, man. Little, I'm if you if paid. you get that right, we will we will we will pay homage uh, hey, look, to you. Marvin, <laughs> Marvin, 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 Thank you, Little. Appreciate you. Uh, Little is all over it. Uh, yeah, again, if, if it was just as simple as, hey, do we stay with the veteran quarterback or the young veteran quarterback in Justin Fields, or do we go with the rookie unproven in Caleb Williams or whoever, if it was just that alone, then you might say, well, Chicago's got a decent chance of staying with Justin Fields. The problem is is when you've got to pay Justin Fields $25 million fully guaranteed for next year, not this year, next year, regardless of whether he's good or bad, for next year. I don't see how anybody could make a reasonable argument that they're going to keep Justin Fields and not draft the quarterback and start the rookie clock over again. I mean, especially with Justin Fields being so up and down. I mean, there's there's some to like, but there's a lot not to like or feel comfortable about we will see let's get to lap in dc uh before we run out of time here and before dum dum of the day what up lappy how are you hey what's up rooster man i'm, I'm fired up man the office coordinator he, he was okay not too bad you know i like him but that defensive corner coordinator got me fired up man i like like you had brought reference to about you know the football being life you know we needed to breathe so I'm looking forward to the defense, you know, forcing turnovers, man, because that's something we haven't really seen consistently, you know what I'm saying, for a while, mm-hmm. man. I think one or two years we had it with Jay, and I know when Sean Teller was here, we seen it faithfully all the time. Um, but we haven't seen that. And you might have seen it sporadically here and there with Ron some, some, sometime, but it wasn't consistent. So I want to see that, man, and I'm, I want to see with Forbes, man, because when you got a ball hawk like that, like I told everybody, he was on a lot of those, you know, balls. He had opportunities to make mm-hmm. plays. He was right there, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, early in the season. So yes, yes, I'm you looking are correct. forward to him getting the development. Yeah. I, I, think that's what got, I, I think that's what actually got him benched was he was playing uh, some of those situations with the wrong technique. And some of those situations may be gambling too much. But I think in this defense yeah. with these coaches, Lab, I think he's going to play with a better technique and obviously more of an understanding in year two versus year one. Yeah. But I, I also and think he's he going to, 
I, I also think he's going to be encouraged to not yeah. necessarily take chances, but to be aggressive. And I think that's going to equal out to a much, much better yeah. Emmanuel Forbes. Yeah. Yeah, he's got to bulk up too, though, man. Because, I mean, they said, you know, in the draft, he was like 160. He's a small guy, man. I mean, I don't, I don't know where he was eating or where his work regimen or whatever, but. I mean, I was 175 out of high school, and I was solid, you know what I'm saying, going into college. So he's definitely going to have to bulk up. Because I was real strong at my size. I was benching like yeah. 230, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So he need to bulk up, man, and, and get some get stronger. So well, we'll see. Listen, you know, year year you know, one, year one to year two, year one to year two yeah. is where, where most athletes uh, or most football players – uh, and certainly quarterbacks yeah. make the biggest leap because your head is not spinning. You're not trying to learn everything on the fly. Everything's not being thrown at you. You've got tape. You've got experience. Uh, you've got coaching. Now, again, it's it, it, we all think it's going to be better coaching. So that should help. Yeah. That should help. But other things that are going to help are – Again, like you said, getting your body in better position, right? Getting more yeah. muscle, getting more muscle and bulk on while not risking and losing speed. But also, again, better yeah. technique, better uh, understanding of film, better understanding of what receivers are trying to do, better understanding of what you should yep. do, what you can't yep. do, what you shouldn't try and do, so on and so forth. If Emmanuel Forbes yeah. is anything, and I'm not ready to give up on him in any way, shape, or form. I think he might walk away yeah. with five or six interceptions this year, quite honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. If he can get that, man, he's definitely a pro bowl. Yeah. Hey, shout, shout out to my man, uh, Ricardo, man. He shouted me out the other day, man. I'm always a big fan of Hall of Famer Ricardo, man. You know, I appreciate that, man, and the love. And there's so many of us have shouted lap out over the years, man. Appreciate all of y'all, the callers and listeners, man. Appreciate you, Lev. Yes, sir. Yep. Appreciate you, too, Bruce. Thank Good to hear bro. from you. And all right. Absolutely. Uh, we'll uh, do more on this, obviously, tomorrow on the phones. Uh, so make sure you're with us at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon uh, when we don't have as much of the press conference and stuff uh, to deal with. And I have all the quotes, and we'll play some of the cuts and uh, so on and so forth. But, again, if you missed any of it, make sure you go check out on the Odyssey Rewind. Started right at 2.30. Uh, we had the Cliff Kingsbury uh, entire press conference Q&A uh, for about mm, 16, 17 minutes, somewhere in that range. Uh, and then we came back with Joe Witt, and we had to split that up with our top-of-the-hour break. But you'll get the whole point. You can just listen to both press conferences, the Q&A. Uh, I didn't get to ask any questions because of where I was. And my first responsibility, of course, is doing the radio show and making sure I'm doing that. But that's okay. I think uh, a bunch of good questions were asked. Maybe there are some questions that I'd still like to ask. Uh, we will uh, we will figure that out uh, as we move along. But make sure you hit it up uh, at the team980.com and or uh, on the Odyssey app, just simply hit Rewind, or Matt will have it broken down for you by chapters uh, so you can easily identify it. It is well worth your time if you're a fan of the Commanders. We come back with Dum Dum of the Day and wrap things up from here in Ashburn, Virginia, at the Commander's headquarters on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app.
All right, everybody, we're wrapping it up. Dum Dum of the day in just a moment from here at Commander's Headquarters in Ashburn. Again, make sure you go back and check the Odyssey Rewind. Matt, it'll have you covered uh, and cut up, all identified, easy for you to grab Joe Witt Jr. and Cliff Kingsbury on the press conferences. Good stuff that you want to listen to either, again, on the Odyssey app or at the team980.com in the podcast section. All right, occasionally, all of us ask dumb questions, but this may have topped the cake. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day. Uh, so, of course, you know Patrick Mahomes just won his third Super Bowl the other night. So what's the natural question to ask? Well, here's CNN's Abby Phillip asking the most unnatural question. There were some wild conspiracy theories that were flying around this season that uh, that the Taylor Swift effect was all scripted to allow Taylor to use the Super Bowl for politics, basically. So the president himself, President Biden, kind of got in on the joke uh, a little there. What do you make of just how this has spiraled, not just to football, but to politics in all these different areas? Yeah, it's been wild to see. I mean, I try to focus in on football as much as possible, but there's always some conspiracy theories out there. I just try to enjoy football, my family. and. Uh, All right, let's cut that off. That's enough. Uh, we don't need off. to hear Patrick Mahomes. He basically answered it the only way you can. I'm sorry. I know this was kind of an innocuous question. This shouldn't be happening on CNN when you have access to the starting quarterback and a three-time Super Bowl champion. Sorry, dumb question, dumb idea, dumb concept, dumb everything. Everybody's dumb. This question was dumb. It should not have been allowed. And if I was Patrick Mahomes, I would have just ended the interview and taken out my earpiece. That is just absolute pure idiocy. Congratulations. You're Chris's dumb dumb of the day. Probably an over-aggressive producer that put her up to it, huh, man? Mm-hmm. You would never do that to me. Never. You know me better. All right, Craig Hoffman is coming up next. He'll take you home on this Thursday afternoon. Again, make sure you check out all the podcasts each and every day right here on the Team 980. Back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Have a great Thursday afternoon. Adios. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.